skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's Just Two Movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies Summer Break, or if you have teenagers, they refer to it as Summer Bake. <laughs> my, my name is Daniel King. With me in the studio this evening, ring, ring, hello, who's there? Excuse me, it's the bone phone. Uh, J-Bone, back, <laughs> uh, bone <laughs> back, bone. back in the house. What's up, brother? Not much. How's it going? Thanks for having me. I'm doing all right. Thanks for thanks for showing up. It's good to be back. So on, uh, such a good long notice. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, I text J Bone like seven hours ago. It was like, hey, think you could do the podcast tonight? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we'll make it happen. So uh, if you this is your first time tuning into the show, what we do here is this is a podcast where you just make your buddy watch a movie. Uh, that's it that you think that they're gonna like. And then you get together and have a couple of drinks. You also watch a uh, something that hopefully it's so bad it's good. It's yeah. not always. Yeah, not not always. It's not always the case. But that's what we're going for. That's that's the dream. Uh, full disclosure: I know that this movie was my pick, but Jackson was supposed to be here tonight to record and got tied up, and I had already watched this movie, and I needed to be recording this podcast several hours later. So. You were kind enough to just watch it, but technically this is Jackson's pick. Right. Um, well, <laughs> that was nice of him to pick it. Yeah. So that was his pick. It wasn't your pick for him, it was his pick. It was his pick for okay. it was his pick for us, not my pick for him. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, but I, I did enjoy this. We went with uh Collateral. It's a two thousand four thriller crime, two hours long, seven point five out of ten on IMDb, eighty six percent rotten tomatoes, seventy one on on Metacritic. 83% of Google users like this movie, uh, August release, directed by Michael Mann. And it was a nominated for some shit. It got an Academy Award nomination for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. <laughs> Stars Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx, Mark Ruffalo, Jada Pinkett Smith, Peter Berg, Javier Bardem, Jason Stratum. Bruce McGill. Yeah, Bruce McGill. And that that's that's pretty much it. The, I did note the and, well, uh, Irma P. Hall plays uh, Jamie Foxx's mom. Okay, she she's got more lines in it than other people that are right. that are credited there. So there, that that scene is pretty good too. Yeah, not bad. The one scene she's in, I, I got not, a kick out of it. Not bad with the old moody mama. Right. Yeah. To him. Yeah. She loved old Tom though, but who doesn't love Tom Cruise? Yeah. What's not to love about Tom Cruise? Okay. So you, you know what? Very. I very really, very, very briefly. No, I, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. But right. because this is summer break, we got to keep it a little more brisk. Yes. So very briefly, in your own words, in one or two sentences, what would you say this movie's about without spoiling it? It's about a hired killer that uh, has a job to do, and he gets some help in a taxi driver. Fantastic. So if you have not seen Collateral from 2004 with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, and you really want to watch it, you can check it out right now. It's on Hulu. I think I watch it HBO. on H HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's various places streaming. We're about to spoil the whole rest of the movie. All right. It made it made some decent money, too. Oh, did it? I don't know I, if you yeah, got I the box have, office. I don't have the budget, budget or box office. What, what do you think? $65 million budget and okay. 220 
$6.9 million. Motherfuck. So I made some decent wow. money. Yeah, that's clapping cheeks in well, the you, box office. You just put Tom Cruise say. in it, right? In Tom two, Cruise and Jamie Foxx at two, that time. In 2004, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, which is, it's weird that I have never seen this. Mm-hmm. So this was Jackson's pick for me. Right. And he was like, have you ever seen Collateral? And I was like, no. And he's like, let's do that. Okay. I had actually seen it. When you asked me, I had told you no. And he even looked at the, the cover, and I thought, no, I hadn't seen this. But as I was watching it, I, I had. And I remembered the majority of it. I didn't remember what was going to happen because it had been – I probably watched it in 2004 or five, so I, I don't remember hardly anything of it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't bad. I, I enjoyed it. No, yeah. I thought this was pretty breezy and fun. I have always remembered this as that one movie where Tom Cruise has gray hair. Yeah. He looks fine with gray hair. He's great with gray hair. He's got the most versatile hair in Hollywood. Yeah. He can do anything with it. It's magnificent. Right. You seen Vanilla Sky? It's all over the place. Yeah. It's crazy, man. He can do whatever he wants. Mission Impossible. He can wear other people's hair on top of his hair. He takes their hair (laughs) off. Still looks great. Yeah. Either Uh, not. One of my favorites. So... (laughs) So, uh, Collateral, I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run through it real quick. This is going to spoil the entire movie for you. And then we're just going to talk about the parts that we liked. Okay. So, Jamie Foxx is a cabbie. He is flirting with a uh, prosecuting attorney that works for the DA's office. And uh, he, he drops her off. Tom Cruise gets in the cab and he's like, hey, listen, drive me to this place and wait here in the alley for me. And he bang, bang. He assassinates a guy. Dead body falls on the cab. Tom Cruise is like, listen, motherfucker, you you drive me around all night. I got to kill five motherfuckers. I'm out of here. I'm going to double what you make in a night. And then you're going to live. I'm going to live. And we're going to go our separate ways. Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise are like kind of working against each other this entire time. Although mm-hmm. there's really not much of an option for either of them necessarily. Jamie Foxx eventually has it up to here as a mild-mannered dude mm-hmm. and winds up killing Tom Cruise. So I was wondering, does he have some sort of, and it may have said something in the beginning and I missed it, he seems to have some a bit of OCD or something, or just, he's real anxious around people. And I don't they, think they mentioned it. Yeah, he, he is very, he's very uh, anxious type. If, right. if you're friendly, he's very talkative. If you seem kind of off, you know, off, he he's kind of clams up, it seems. Right, yeah, because I... Because he he's he's real clean. Uh, he, Tom Cruise has said something about how clean the car was and all that, you know. Oh yeah, he's uh, like, hey, this is the cleanest cab I've ever been in. Right. He knows his uh, job really well. The taxi. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows streets. He knows how long it's going to take him to get from point A to B. That's how he flirts with Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Don't tell Will. So I tell you what I like about this is the violence is pretty top notch. This is straight yeah. up. An action flick, right? With a with a mild mannered dude who has to tap into his bad side. That's what's going on with this. Yeah, and I'm I'm into it. It's cool. It's fun. But I am loving the violence in this. It's nice. Yeah, and Tom Cruise is a badass. He's kicking the shit out of guys. Tom Cruise is, and it's weird because he's so young in this. 2004 Tom Cruise, right? And he's doing the gray hair, and it looks fine. It's yeah, like right. 110% believable. Right, yeah. But they could have just not had him be gray-haired. Like, they could have easily just had him with his regular hair and be like, you have brown hair in this movie. Right. Would have been the exact same movie. I think they just wanted to show off. They're like, well, Tom Cruise can do gray. <laughs> That's That was that was one of the requirements. Uh, he actually said. Seems that way. This he is wanted a, that for his resume, actually. This it is was a requirement. This is a banger role for Jamie Foxx, though. 
Yeah. Like, he's so great at just doing an everyman. Like, just a Joe everyman. He I acts so it. uncomfortable, and I wasn't liking it at first. I thought it just, it didn't seem to fit. But given the situation, he w- he would be uncomfortable. Yeah. And he's doing it really well. Um, oh, yeah. So I actually, at first I wasn't so sure about it, but a- as it went on, I liked it. At first I was Especially afraid. Especially as he gets more to be a, <laughs> you were I petrified. I was petrified. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> uh, so, so another thing that's really great about this is Tom Cruise, he's so goddamn likable. Yeah, they, like, he's so charming. So he he gets into the car at the very beginning. He's a fucking asshole to him, you know. Oh yeah, he is and, kind of a prick. Yeah, and then but apparently he meant to do that because he was summoning uh, summing him up. You know, mm-hmm. if he pushed back at him, he wouldn't. This isn't the cab that he's going to take tonight. You know, he's going to go find somebody that he can push over. Um, but so as it goes on, it's very he's very likable, and it's like uh, it's like it's his buddy. You know, they have. They have times throughout the movie where they're like bonding, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially the scene with with his mom. He makes him take him to see his mom. I really enjoyed that scene because she's all like, "Oh, what'd you waste f- money on flowers for? They're just gonna, you know, rot." Right. And then Tom Cruise is like, "I brought you, f- I bought you flowers," right. and she's like, "Oh, that's so nice. They're beautiful." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that part. He's really turning up the charm in this, and this is this is my favorite part. So Tom Cruise is like kind of mysterious and he's kind of ice cold and he's out there killing motherfuckers and he's a little charming about it. He's like, listen, this is why I have no character ambiguity is because I have take no qualms over fucking killing people because these are all bad dudes. Right. Yes, other bad dudes pay me to do bad things to bad dudes, but they're still bad dudes regardless. When when all these people were killed in this other in this other war, did did you did did you go join up in the foreign aid no of course you didn't you didn't even bat an eyelash but you're gonna get all huffy because i killed some fucking fat guido in a in a hotel room speaking of he didn't necessarily kill him in a hotel I don't know room if guido's racist is guido racist <laughs> i don't know that i've heard i don't think one, any so. italians listen to our show but our <laughs> one french listener will probably be like <laughs> nice <laughs> hopefully um, no, I, that, that scene, I thought it was kind of strange that this professional killer would kill him in such a way. And I did like, there's a couple of, you know, jokes that he does along the way. Tom Cruise like, I didn't kill him. The bullets in the fall did. Yeah. I didn't kill him. I shot him. Right. But the, you know, the wounds and the, and the fall out of the, out of the window killed him. Right. But why would he, why would that, why would he let that happen? It's cause he likes jazz, baby. Oh, it's cause well, he likes it's jazz. It's unexpected, right? I gotta tell you. I really like the way they wrote about jazz music. I lo- I love music. I'm a big music fan. I'm a very mediocre musician, but it's been in my life for a long time. And when Tom Cruise is explaining jazz music and he goes to meet the guy that owns the jazz club mm-hmm. and they're sitting there having that conversation about Miles Davis, the way that they talk about how to make music and what music is. And it's not necessarily the composition, but it's the thing that's hidden in between the notes. That's what makes jazz special is because it's all free form and improvisation, but it adapts every person in a, in a fucking seven piece band is adapting to each other. And they make this, this music along the way mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah. And that's what Tom Cruise loves about it. And that whole bit when they're sitting in that, in that club and he's yeah. talking about it, it's fucking giving me goosebumps. I loved it so much. And then Tom Cruise fucking murdered him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That was, uh, yeah, and it's kind of funny how that conversation goes because at first they're having a nice conversation and then suddenly he turns and he realizes what he's there for. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, because it's like Tom Cruise stops the waitress and he's like, hey, well, they're just listening to the band. And he's like, hey, uh, who's on the trumpet tonight? And she's like, oh, that's the owner. And he's right. like, oh, man, send him to my table. Afterwards, I got to buy him a drink. She's like, right. okay. She sends him to the table and they're just sitting there talking. They're just talking about music for like five straight minutes. Right. And it's really good dialogue. It's really interesting. Also, a really great scene by Barry Henley, uh, who plays the the club owner. Uh, oh, right. Just really, really well done. And then Tom Cruise is like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm with so-and-so. And he's like, fuck, you know those motherfuckers? He just knows the jig is up. He knows that Tom Cruise is there to kill him. Right. And he's trying to sweet talk his way out of it, sort of. So Tom Cruise is like, tell you what, I'll ask you a question. I'll ask you a trivia question. You get it right. You get the fuck as far away from here as you possibly can. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, if I walk out of here alive, I'll be so far away by tomorrow. It'll be like I was dead. Mm -hmm. Then they play a little game of trivia. They play a little game of trivia. Just ask them where Miles Davis learned music. Right. And uh, the guy's like, shit, I know everything. There is no about Miles Davis. He went to his fucking parents, sent him to his dad, grew up in St. Louis. He sent him over to Juilliard, fucking New York. And that's where he learned music. And then Tom Cruise shoots him right. in the head. Yeah. And he's like, like, actually dropped out of Juilliard, moved right. in with moved in with some other guy who was another musician and mentored him for like four years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, man, fucking interesting shit. But Tom Cruise, ice fucking cold. In yeah, this. he is. Oh, yeah. Um, and like I said, there's a couple of parts like a while ago with him falling, uh, with the guy falling and all that. Earlier, he had said something about they get pulled over. Uh, by the cops. This is after, you know, they, they, this is after that body had fallen out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, get rid of them. You don't have the trunk space, you know? It's yeah, he's like, like, get rid little... of the cops. He's like, you, you pop that trunk, they're going in. Right. <laughs> and you don't have the trunk space. Yeah. Man, those little, those little things throughout the movie, I actually enjoyed those quite a bit too from Tom Cruise. Who's your favorite performance in this? Mine's Tom Cruise, hands down. I mean, Jamie Foxx is great in this, but. Dude, right. Tom, this is, um, I wouldn't necessarily say against type for Tom Cruise. Well, he's a bad guy in this, and that's somewhat unusual. Yeah, it is somewhat unusual to see him as just a bad dude, and right. he is a bad dude. In but this. he is so likable, which is, uh, you know, which yeah. is cool. It, yeah. He did good. There was something else I wanted to say here. Um, oh, the scene. Okay, this is a scene where they have kind of a bonding moment called or they they get the car back to the um you know where he works where he where his shop or whatever it is the uh the where you park the car in the lot yeah, the, the garage the yeah, garage the that's the word so <laughs> he uh and then his cop or his boss is calling him and he's like being a dick to him and oh you're gonna have to pay for that if there's damage you're going to have to pay for that. And he's like, oh, man. You can tell he's, he, I can't say that. He's my boss. Yeah, he's a pushover. He's, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, man. And he's just like, this sucks. And then Tom Cruise, he's like, I don't remember exactly. Like, tell like, him he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> tell, him, tell him you're going to take this cab and stick it up his ass. <laughs> right. And then he gets on there and he tells him all kinds of shit. And he's and, like, I'm a lawyer. I'm going to report you to the DMV, you son of a bitch. You, right. you know your insurance covers this shit. You're threatening a working man. I'm a lawyer. I'll fucking fuck you up. Right. The guy's like, whoa, hey, hey, it's me. I'm Paulie. Let's not get excited. I live in Los Angeles, but I'm originally from New York. Hey. <laughs> all right. He's not a cop. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good shit. So Tom Cruise has got the guy, like, as soon as he's got him on the ropes, he just hands it back to, to fucking Jamie Foxx. And he's like, 
Tell me he's an asshole. Right. <laughs> I know. Tell dude. me gonna tell me he tries that shit again. You're gonna stick this yellow cab up his ass, <laughs> up his fat ass. <laughs> yeah, up his fat ass. He's exactly. like, it's the least threatening sounding thing ever. When Jamie Foxx is like, man, you're an right. asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And you try this again, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick this cab up your ass. <laughs> like he did. Yeah. He was not happy about yellow saying cab. Yeah, yellow cab. Yeah, yellow cab. I did I did enjoy that scene though quite a bit. Yellow cab, contact me at it's just two movies at gmail.com. <laughs> at it's just two movies on Twitter, or Instagram, or Facebook or or any other platforms where there's like ats and you search usernames and it's just two movies. Or if you know, if you're if you're interested in the show, you're liking the show, you can find other episodes where you found this one, or just give us a Google. It's just two movies. So I got a question for you. Yeah, lay it on me. I got answers. So seven. Tom Cruise, seven? Seven. Is that the answer? You got seven answers. Um, I don't know. Keep it's going. Work. So Keep Tom talking. Cruise. And I think in every movie I've ever seen, he when he runs, he looks like he is just the fastest dude ever. It's a very full body thing when he runs. Yeah. It is. Everything's moving. And he looks super fast compared to the other people who doesn't look fast. So I, think it's I, I because was thinking he's, about I that. I think it's because he's not a big man. He's very short. He's very close to the yeah. ground. And that's what I was thinking. Have you so. ever seen that like Instagram or TikTok video or whatever? Of somebody that's like five foot two running at 17 miles an hour. And then it shows a fucking like a larger man running at 17 miles an hour. It just seems like a jog. It, okay. So, yeah, that would make sense. Why? Because yeah. he's known to be. Quite the small fellow, right? It just looks like he's booking ass. Though. Right, he does. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I really I, enjoy I fucking, that about him. I'm a very rotund gentleman <laughs> since this is an audio platform, uh, or portly, whichever whichever adjective you prefer. Uh, but I can move my ass on the ground. But it looks like I'm going way faster than I am. I gotta fucking pick him up and put him down, man. This is one way I can fucking get anywhere. But uh, I can do that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not covering a whole lot of area. Man, that uh, I really did like that scene when he goes in to see the the bad guy played by um, Javier Bardem. Yes, I enjoyed that scene. Um, you know, uh, he makes uh, um, Tom Cruise makes Jamie Fox go in as his place because he and threw pretend, the bag. Pretend to be him because nobody's ever seen Tom Cruise. Exactly, and that's like you're you're not gonna fuck this up for me, so you're gonna do this. Oh. So he goes in, you know, he gets through the door. First, they don't let him in. He says, "Best part of the movie." Say, I'm Vincent. So he gets in. He's so like nervous and like not making eye contact with anybody and shit. And then when right. he gets in there, and Harvey Bardem starts kind of putting the screws to him, like you have fucked up. Right. right. Yeah. You have made a terrible mistake. Why should I not kill you right now? Right. He yeah, he tells them the story about uh Santa's helper. Oh yeah. Uh, um his helper uh Pedro, which I thought was kind of funny. I'm going to use that with my kids. Do you remember? Pedro. Uh he uh it's just a story he tells him and he, he says that you know Pedro is Santa's helper and and Pedro will come and leave a a burrow on your window if you've been bad and if you come he comes back the next night. I didn't think it was Pedro. I'm, Santa Claus helper burrow. And he he leaves that, you know, he leaves the uh Black Peter. Black Peter? Black Peter. That's a, the, his name. He's a he's a mule. Right. Yeah, Black but, Peter. I don't think that's what he says in the movie, though. Yeah, that's what it says. This is from Goats, Donkeys, and Horses, and Reindeer, Santa's Animals, Helpers. Uh, everyone knows that Santa Claus... Hold on, wait. This is the wrong thing. Here we go. Collateral, 2004, Javier Bardem as Felix. 
His helper, Pedro El Negro, or Black Peter. There's an old Mexican tale that tells of how Santa Claus got very busy looking out for the good children that he didn't have time for the bad children. Okay. So, yeah, he tells that. That was uh, kind of enjoyable. I thought and I And those might... are things from Google, our famous right. segment. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I enjoyed it, though, because, uh, I, you know, I thought I'm going to use that with my kids this year. I it thought. brought a little color to it. You know what I mean? Right. It was uh, made it a little more festive. Yeah, and then he... Um... Javier Bardem's a scary motherfucker. Right. He's yeah. always been. He just he has very um, stoic, square figures, I suppose. Um, so that uh, scene ends... This is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, probably, with Jamie Foxx. And it's a, just a small little bit. And he's like, and I, and I think of what it's going to lead to in the future. Not that it matters because he dies. But he's like, you know, 25% off uh, a discount off my future services. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make right. it 35. Right. In the whole six years that I've been doing this, have I missed yet? Or, right. you know, whatever he says. Yeah. So Jamie Foxx just decides all of a sudden I'm going to break bad. I'm going to go against type and I'm going to start threatening all these fucking gangsters <laughs> in this place. He's like, uh, he's like, so what, what do you think? What, what do you think? Do you think Santa Claus would be upset? He's like, I think. I would tell your man behind me to put his gun away before I take it from him and beat him to death with it. Right. I got to tell you right now, man, the ultimate insult is to to brandish a weapon and then have somebody else take it from you and then proceed to beat you to death with it. Yeah, I can imagine. That that's, would be pretty rough. And that's pretty, yeah, like just an unarmed man and be like, ha well, I have a stick. Right. And they take the stick from you and then proceed to beat you until you stop moving. Woof. Bad stuff. Right after that, Mark Ruffalo is, um, he's... I, we didn't even talk about Mark Ruffalo. How right? fucking dope is Mark Ruffalo rocking that gangster look? Right? Because yeah. he's not a gangster. He's a cop, but he's got, like, the fucking goatee and the soul patch and the slick back hair. Right. And he looks very like, hey, yo, what are you doing here? Hey, I'm fucking walking. Hey. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, it's a good look for him. It is, yeah. He just which, looked... It's the only thing I've ever seen Mark Ruffalo in and be like, look at this greasy motherfucker. Right? Yeah. No joke. Yeah. He looked good, man. Yeah, I agree. It yeah, was he a, played it was the a good, part well. Yeah, he did. It was a good good look for him. Hey, what were you saying about... Uh, so it's 2004. He uh, He's like, he says, email me this, uh, his license to my cell phone. <laughs> email <laughs> yeah. it to my cell phone, dude. It cracks me up. It's yeah. He's got, he's got the flip there. phone. He's got yeah. the flip phone, too. It's weird how long flip phones lived in movies compared to real life. Right. I agree. Yeah. They, I mean, they were around for a while in real life, but even after even after the majority of people had smartphones, uh, flip phones were still very prominent in a lot of cinema and are still now sometimes. Yeah. And, that, and that's they have all they have. I'd made a note about them. The, the flip phones all being the same. I thought they were, but they. I didn't see the first two well enough to know, but by the time I was thinking about it, the third one he steals, Jamie Foxx steals later in the movie. Mm. I know it's noticeably different, but it is a flip phone still. You, so, know, you know how they do. Right. And well, then, uh, I figured they had like, because there's a couple things that I that I that I caught that I didn't exactly love, and I was thinking that was one of them, but then I guess well, at least they use different models because they wouldn't have all this not everybody would have the same exact cell phone even with it being the flip phone that year oh do you mean a motorola razor <laughs> justin is that what you mean a motorola no, razor that would be too fancy i had a motorola razor i never had a motorola razor so you know various uh tussles occur uh various tussles acquire in between uh points a and b and then eventually Jamie Foxx is like, fuck you, Tom Cruise, and he wrecks the cab, 
deliberately. Yeah, and that's a scene that I don't love. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that either. So the wreck itself wasn't the problem, but if you notice, after it, you know, the car stops, it rolls a couple times, it flips, it does whatever it does, and then it stops. And you see Vincent, or Tom Cruise's character, just in the back, just kind of... Just strapped in there. He's not, he, he's just sitting there, you know, and he's upside down because the car's upside down. And then it's there for at least a full second or two. And then it goes to the next scene and it goes to the opposite side of the car and he's, he's, he's on his fine. hands and knees and he's yeah. crawling out, you know? Yeah, so, there's a weird cut in there. I know exactly what you're talking about. It should have just been brought back a little bit. I thought that was for, for something like this that did so well, I thought it was weird that that yeah. wasn't even left in. Show him struggling to get out. Right. You watch Ozark? I haven't finished it. It's a really brutal car accident in, in Ozark. Like, right. makes my butthole pucker every time I watch it. They show it twice in the season. Well, I saw the first one, but I haven't seen what happened. So oh, it shows you at the beginning of the, of the last season. The wreck season. is the same. It just shows it to you twice. And both times I'm like, ugh. Yeah, it's like my, my fucking makes my nuts kind of hurt a little bit and my butthole puckers up. I don't like it. One thing, I, uh, this was right after that, you know, we're getting to the end of the movie. He's running to, you know, he's running through the city. He grabs the cell phone. Right after the wreck, Tom Cruise gets out. He takes off running. A cop comes. Yeah. And then finally, Jamie Foxx is like, I got to I gotta help her. He's wanting to get my chick, yeah, man. Yeah. Jamie Foxx ascertains that Tom Cruise is going to kill the girl that Jamie Foxx was kind of flirting with at the beginning of the movie. Right. She gave him her number. And uh, she's like, he oh. sees on his computer who who it is, and it's her. Yeah, and it's, it's her. So t- he the jig is up. So the cop is, um, you know, looking around. He's like, "Oh, are you okay? Just sit over here." And then he sees the dead body in the trunk, which I forgot about at this point. Yeah, he's been in, there well, the, been in the trunk the whole movie. It's been in the trunk for like an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> right, so, easy to forget about. So then he's like. He sees that on the computer. He sees that he's going after her. So he's like, I got to help her. So he gets the cop, gets the cop, wrestles him around, handcuffs him, and he gets the gun and he just takes off. He's like, hey, I'm going here. Yeah. Call the cops, he says to the so cop. Jamie Foxx kind of rescues the girl, sort of. They they dip into a subway train. Uh, fucking Tom Cruise follows and they have a little shootout. Jamie Foxx comes out on top and then Tom Cruise dies on the subway. Movie's over. Yeah. However... There's some really great foreshadowing in this when Tom Cruise is like, I fucking hate Los Angeles. Did you know a guy died on the train in Los Angeles and six hours went by before they found out that he'd just been making laps around the city as a corpse? Yeah. And then Tom Cruise dies on the train. He's like, man dies on the train. You think anybody will notice? That and yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of really good foreshadowing done in this. And uh, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I enjoyed it more than I anticipated to enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I actually did, too, Uh, because at at the beginning, when I was getting into it, I wasn't sure that I was going to be into it, Um, and it was, like I said, Jamie Foxx, the way he was acting, it was just kind of, it was kind of weird, but then I realized he was just playing that character. Yeah, he's just doing a part. And it, um, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good job. How many, um, if you had to give it... Uh, Probably Tom Cruise thumbs, because he's about that size. Uh, man, I would say if your thumbs were just gray hair. Gray hair. How many gray-haired just, thumbs would you give this out of 10 gray hair thumbs? I would probably go an 8. I'm also going to go an 8, which, uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to give it an 8.25. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm gonna give it a little extra little extra little bump up. Not quite an eight and well, a half. You got those but hairs, you can. Man, there was a lot of stuff in here. Like this could have very easily been a very run of the mill action movie. That's what I expected from 2004. Yeah, me too. Uh, which even if it was just okay, I would have given it like a six and a half. I don't know, man. Like just blatant action movies, not really my thing. But man, some of the writing in this is actually quite clever. And uh, you know, I think I am gonna bump it up to eight five. Okay. Yeah, I think I I'm going to go eight five. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. Hey, there was one scene that I kind of liked. Um, whenever they're in that, he say, he's saving. Uh, let me rephrase that. Jamie Foxx is saving Jada Pinkett Smith, and they're running out, and uh, Tom Cruise is shooting at him, and then he picks up the chair and throws it through the glass. Oh, yeah. And then he steps in the chair kind of falls by stepping in it. Yeah. That actually happened, and it wasn't planned, apparently. And then they kept it in the movie because... Uh, Michael Mann actually liked it. So that wasn't planned, apparently. Yeah, I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it was okay. I actually, I thought I liked it because it's like, you're, you're seeing this badass and he's, he's, he's finally, he's like, he, the first time he doesn't get the shot on the first round, probably. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then he falls in the chair. It kind of, oh he's, man, he's savage. My favorite, my favorite, like, gun stuff scene in this whole movie is when the, uh, the three or four guys or whatever, they're, they're robbing Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. And they take Tom Cruise's briefcase, and he's right. like, he comes out and he's like, "Hey, homie, yeah, is that my briefcase?" Yeah, <laughs> he's just yeah. like the whitest dude in the world. Yeah, I like hey, that. homie, <laughs> yeah, that was good. excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> is that my briefcase? Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, what else you got for me, man?" The way he like swats that dude and fucking triple taps both those guys. Yeah. Oh, that is cold. Yeah, I was reading his uh, his uh, gun work in this. Um, it's actually. Used in videos for training, how he uh, takes it out of the holster. It's done so well. I believe they that. actually use it in um, in training videos. That's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, that's a. It's uh It looks good. He it is really fucking. Well. It is fucking textbook. Like he, Tom Cruise does his fucking homework, and he's a Looney Tune. But man, he's a hell of an actor. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of things that uh, you know are are also a hell of an actor, we're getting ready to go watch Hitman, starring Timothy Olfant. Uh, whom I am a huge fan of, but this movie, uh, somehow I've seen a Hitman movie, but it was not this one. It was a, okay. it was a different one. Uh, but video game movies traditionally not very good. Yeah. They're usually not the greatest. So, movie. I don't know, but I like Tiffany. I liked, I was about to say Tiffany Olfant. Uh, <laughs> I like Timothy Olfant. Well, give him some years. You give, never him, know. give him some time. You never know. I respect his decision, whatever he wants to do. Uh, he's a fantastic actor and a very nice man. So we're going to go watch this movie. Here is some fake shit from when we were drunk. When I work up a thirst, I got to go out to the big fridge and grab myself a Taters Wide Boy. Taters is the cheapest beer. <laughs> Taters is a true pilsner and an okay beer. Moderately priced Wide Boys. How much do they cost? Tater's new Pilsner, the Wide Boy. 64 ounces of pure Pilsner goodness. Presented at the poorest price possible. The Wide Boy comes in at a whopping 64 ounces. In a in a can that's the same size as a regular beer can, except it's like way bigger like a tire. It's because it's a Wide Boy. Not a tall boy. Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Hi, Larry. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Real good. Yeah, uh, you got them taters in like a six pack or a 12 pack? What are you talking about, taters classic or the all new wide boy? <laughs> <laughs> the same original recipe in both cans, Greg. 
but how much of it you want. <laughs> Listen, I like taters. I'm not going to lie. I love it. That's mighty Christian of you. <laughs> hey, man, can I get a six-pack of Wide Boys? You know, taters. I'm afraid taters doesn't sell the Wide Boy in six-packs. They're single only. What? Yeah, you can get, you can buy them onesie-twosie, or you can get a pallet. A pallet, you say? Yeah, a pallet of them. From a gas station? Yep, we deliver them. You got to tip the delivery guy, though. He's going out of his way. God damn, that's awesome, brother. <laughs> it's pretty good. Ask me how much it is. How much is it? $12. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I support an American-made product, but I wonder, you got taters on fountain? Funny you should ask, Greg. Just had it installed this morning. Holy shit, brother. You telling me that I could fill my cup up with taters from an ice-cold fountain? Not that kind of fountain, Greg. Like a regular soda fountain. Oh, you mean like a tap at a bar? No, I mean like a fountain soda. Damn, that sounds exotic as hell. And if you've got your Troy's gas station membership cup, you can get refills for 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and one free refill every 10. Goddamn, brother. That's awesome. Troy's. Gas. Troy's. Fuel, chips, and wide boy taters. Taters wide boys. <laughs> taters wide boys now on Fountain. Only available at select Troy's locations within Heyman County. The end of the workday is growing near. It's time to grab a tater's fucking ice-cold beer. Tater's beer. Brief interjection from your program. I just wanted to throw out a couple of special thanks for the folks that make this show possible. Uh, big thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams, Lamplighter Production for our artwork, God-Sized and Growing for some musical guest appearances, and uh, Dave, who's our YouTube editor. We, we probably wouldn't even be on that platform were it not for him. Uh, if you want to check out anything any of these amazing people are working on, all of their links are in the description for this episode. If you want to contact the show, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at It's Just Two Movies. Uh, we've got a Facebook page now, um, so that's on there. Uh, you can always leave us a comment on YouTube, uh, or you can email us at It's Just Two Movies at gmail.com. Okay, yeah, and uh, if you like the show, you know, um, uh, like, subscribe, leave us a, leave us a review. That, that stuff helps tremendously. So uh, anyway, back to the show. Hitman, Spitman. Uh, I don't have any other any other good ones. Spitman was the best I got. I think <laughs> we watched Hitman. It's from 2007, action thriller, hour 34 minute runtime, 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 16% Rotten Tomatoes, 2.4 out of 5 on Letterboxd, 74% of Google users like this movie. Release date November uh, November 21st, 2007. Directed by Xavier Gens. I'm going to go with Gens. I like it. Yep. Uh, stars, Timothy Olfant, Olga... Oh, Jesus. I should have looked at this before we sat down. Uh, <laughs> Olga Kirlenko. Olga Kirlenko. That's what I'm going to go with. That's it. Uh, Gray Scott. I like Gray Scott. Uh, but I hate the fact that he never picked a accent. Right. Yeah, that in was this. uncomfortable. It was just kind of all over the place. Uh, Robert, Robert Nepper. Michael Ophi, uh, Ulrich Thompson. There's not a lot of other really notable people in this. <sighs> yes. So, J-Bone. Yeah. What did you think about Hitman? 
Um, I'm not a huge uh, Hitman fan anyway, as far as the video games go. They're all right, but I never did get really into them. So I wasn't super excited about Hitman, you know, going into it. And um, I didn't love it. Um, I the, Olfant, what's his name? Timothy Olfant. Timothy Olfant. He, I don't see him in this role, man. I think he needs to be recast. And it's not that he is bad. I love that guy. I think yeah. he does great. But this role is not for him, I don't think. No, and, and I'm I'm agreeing with you, man. Um, hold on. You know who they need to replace him with? If we, you know, talking about different things that you may or may not do with the movie. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no. Is that what you do? You get no. Nicolas Nic I think Nicolas Cage would be a better agent 47 than, uh, than fucking Timothy Olfant would. I don't know. I, that was a joke, but... Uh, no, I got it. It was a funny joke. <laughs> I, don't, I like... Uh, I'm a fan of Nicolas Cage, so he can do a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of Timothy Olfen... <laughs> Here's the number one thing, is you're absolutely right. I don't buy Timothy Olfen as a manufactured, cold-blooded killer. However, I do buy him as an assassin and a skilled guy that's good at killing people. Right. Yeah. I don't think the... I think we differ on the bald look. I think he's pulling it off okay. You weren't a fan. I, it just looks strange to me. I don't know that it's bad. I get I, it. I wouldn't say that it's bad. I get it's just it. Somewhat, it's so It'd be strange. like... It, it's like a shaved Tom Cruise. Right. It just would... It just... It's a little off-putting. No, no, no particular reason why, because he's got such a good versatile hair. Right. Anyway, we'll come back to bald talk. That'll be our next segment. But I Timothy Olfant, our next famous segment, bald talk, uh, with me, your host <laughs> Daniel King. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other. It's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that it could be a whole other podcast. Welcome back to bald talk. <laughs> the thing about Timothy Olfant is, I don't buy him as a cold blooded, calculated fucking killer. I buy him as a very nice guy. He yeah. just like, even when he looks mean and serious, you could be like, hey, man, <laughs> what's the, what's really the problem here? And he'd talk to you about like how he got denied a promotion at work or something. He's just a nice fucking guy. Right. Yeah. He doesn't look sinister. Do I buy him as an assassin? Absolutely. Do I buy him as Agent 47? No. Right. Because he is a cold, unfeeling machine. He needs a lot more hair as well. We've discussed right. that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Sorry, that's bothering me. Him in that uh, role, I just it didn't work for, for me. Timothy Olfen not working yeah, for you. That's D what I thought pretty much the whole movie. Does uh, do you have a favorite role with Timothy Olfen in it? <laughs> yeah, I really liked him in Justified, even though I've not seen it. But yeah, I enjoy this bit you're doing. I know that uh, Birdman. Really likes Justified. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Big fan. I I personally have never watched it, but I've always been, I've always liked Timothy Olfant. Right. Like, he's never been anything that knocked my socks off, but I would always be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, for sure. And I would be like, oh, he's, no, he's, he's fine and stuff. And then uh, I really liked him in Santa Clarita Diet, and uh, I really like him in um, <sighs> Motherfucker, <laughs> Deadwood. <laughs> Deadwood, okay. Yeah, I really like him in Deadwood, and uh, I really like him in um, that other thing I just said. You know, He's a you cop were here. in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. 
Oh, he is a cop in Gone in 60 Seconds. He's yeah. in tons of shit. He is, yeah. It's somebody you see in a lot of stuff, like you said. Santa Clarita Diet's a pretty good show. So Netflix, their whole their whole deal about, oh, they're going to lose tons of subscribers. They got to start charging more. They just offed a bunch of employees. Uh, yada, yada, yada. It seems like maybe a media spin about them just wanting to save some money and make more money. Hopefully they're going to do something with additional income, but I wish one of those things would be back would be to just bring shows back like Santa Clarita Diet and shit that people actually watched and really liked. They had so many series that they started and then just stopped making them. They were like, there's not going to be any more of this. Right. Thank you for coming. So why do I want to watch a season or two of a show that's never going to get a conclusion or is never going to go anywhere? Yeah, it makes you wonder what you should get into, spend the time on. Yeah, I mean, we still live in the golden age of entertainment where... Goddamn near everything is pretty fucking good. Like, even shit that I'm not into, I'm like, man, it's fine. Right. Yeah, if it's done well. So. We're getting way off topic, which is fine. It's because in the movie Hitman from 2007, it's fucking boring. Timothy Olfant just seems like he would help your grandma put her groceries away in a Walmart parking lot. And then he would actually take the cart back to the return. Right. If or, not all the way inside. Or, yeah, if not, if not all the way inside, back in the store. And hand it to another to another elderly lady coming in the store. Right. And tell her to have a lovely night and get back in his car and fucking go back to Timothy Oliphanting about town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, just, That's I, don't, I don't buy him as a killer. The rest of the movie's kind of drab, really. Uh, like, so Timothy Oliphant's aging 47. He kills a guy, but evidently it's a double. And there's a body double, so the other, the real guy is still alive. And then the the agents that train Agent Forty Seven now they're going to kill him. There's a head out on him, and he gets to turn around. And ooh, there's some some sexy love interest, and there's some titties. And um, always got to have those titties. Yeah, there's some there's some titties in there. And uh, yeah, I mean he comes out on top, obviously, because they make another one of these with another guy that I believe I've seen that from memory was better than this, but. Right. Yeah, he definitely played a better Stone Cold Killer. It's weird that I, I really like Timothy Olfant and I, I don't like this. Yeah, he's, yeah, and I agree because he's one of the part. He, he's what I hated about the movie, probably. Yeah, or it, I wouldn't say hate, but it's it's one of the things that turned me off. I liked, I liked him. It turned me on, but, uh, but he just he's not. He's not believable as an emotionless guy. He's got right. a very expressive face about him. I just don't buy him as this character. Exactly. As infamously comic book movies uh, tend to get that wickedly wrong. The story itself, I had a hard time following, to be honest. Like you said, it wasn't that interesting. I was trying. No, there's some weird cuts. There's some weird camera stuff in here, too, that makes it a little like, hmm. Some of the choreography is not bad, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some of the fight scenes were okay. Some of the uh, the shooting, you know, the effects from that looked pretty good. You're right. You're right. When that when that guy gets sniped, like right. a lot of the stuff where it's like, oh, so and so just got fucking shot in the whatever. It looks good. The the actual action and explosiveness of it. It's got that video game feel to it. Right. But it also has a good impact on screen. Man, Unfortunately, some of the, I just don't give a shit about the story. <laughs> yeah. Some of the outfit choices were very interesting. The guards towards the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Man. 
That motorcycle get up, whatever They're he was all, wearing. All wearing gas masks, and he's got that weird. Yeah, it's like a, like a body armor suit that's two sizes too large. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking super weird stuff, man. I don't have anything else to say about this. I, I didn't really find it to be all that terribly interesting. However, what I would like to know is if you were going to remake this, what would you what would you do differently about it? Well, the main thing for me would be to recast the main character, Agent 47. Same. Same page. You know who uh-huh. I'd like? A Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Doing his fucking emo, deadpan, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Right. Yeah, exactly. That would be perfect, actually. I think that'd be pretty good. Did, yeah. did you have one in your uh, in your back pocket? No. I, I was trying Wilson. to think of... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Shot that guy right in the yeah. face. Wow. <laughs> that would be... It'd be a different movie altogether. That's more like an SNL skit, man. Right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, no, I was thinking Jason Statham, but then he, he, I think, is too, he's too funny to play that role, so he Statham, wouldn't work. Statham could do it. I think he might be getting too old. Well, that's true, too. To do an Agent 47. But he could. He just, uh, he's uh, a little short on stature, which doesn't make him not an action star, but the Agent 47's like a, just a... Kind of, I wouldn't say lanky, but a, he's a big man. Right. I wasn't really thinking too much like that. I'm just thinking. Will Ferrell. You just make it a comedy. It's, <laughs> it's Will Ferrell. Dude. He's just quiet and super stoic with a shaved head. <laughs> I bet he's got a weird looking shaved head. <laughs> you think? I think Will well, Ferrell's got that. Like, see him in the Get Hard movie? You think he's got the super wrinkly scalp? You know what I'm saying? It looks like a brain when you push it together. You think Will Ferrell's got one of those? <laughs> no, he probably doesn't. He's probably got a nice head. I don't know, dude. He's got hair. I don't know. I don't know. He might. Who knows? He might. It I want to just be. shave everybody's head for a month. You know what I mean? It's, it would be interesting. Just see who's got weird, weird scalps, weird, weird domes. My head's my hair's very short. Oh, my head's just fat. <laughs> but I do that. I do. I bick it. You know. Yeah, and if I did that, I feel like I would look weird, even though mine's as short as it gets without doing that. Nah. You just get a little, little, little fucking razor burn in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You don't, but right. I do. I know what I'm saying. It's a good reference. If you're out there and you shave your head, write me at it's just a movies at gmail.com. <laughs> at it's just a movies on Twitter, Instagram, or other social networks, including Facebook and YouTube. Woo! So, uh, yeah, mainly it would be a recast. I would do something more significant with the story and have the bad guy be a more bad guy. Right. Rather than just an ambiguous political guy who's not in ninety nine percent of the movie, I, I think I think the story would need to be changed quite a bit. To just be honest with give, you, give me another rogue agent that's like a, a a biological twin from his separated at birth, born in a test tube. So the, right. the Judge Dredd, the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd storyline, just give me that with this though, yeah. and yeah. get Timothy Olfant the fuck out of here. And give right. me like a, give me like a, what was the, who did I say? That you were like, oh, that's pretty good, actually. Uh, For who? Give me fucking. Uh, oh, Bruce Rob- Wayne. Robert Pattinson. Right. Give me fucking Robert Pattinson and give me, fuck, I don't know. It's like literally anybody else. It doesn't matter. Somebody about yeah. Robert Pattinson's age that can be very deadpan. Yeah, man. I'd say he'd be, he'd be good. Uh, especially after seeing Batman. I mean, that's perfect. Except for instead of making him dark, you just make him pale. There you go. He's just the same role. The only difference is you got to shave his head and put a stamp on his neck. Right. Uh, it's just it's 
And the, put him in a suit. The worst part about this is I, I never for a minute buy Timothy Olfant as Agent 47. Right. Yeah, he's even his just, interaction with the woman. He's an okay assassin guy, but I'm like, for for the, for the him not being Agent 47, the him not having hair is kind of weird. Right. Because he just normally has hair. And he has nice hair, so just let him have it and just don't call this Agent 47 or get somebody else. But they went with this, and, you know, the ratings aren't great for it. Yeah, no, they're not, and rightfully so. Right. There's some cool explosions and shit. Uh, There's some cool gun stuff. Uh, Some of the fight choreography is pretty cool. When they have the fight scene in the train, and they're all, everybody's got their little fucking tiny swords out, and they're all fucking going at it. I thought that was great choreography. Yeah, I did. I like that part. It was pretty. (laughs) I I can't remember what they're called, man. Can't remember the name. I said it earlier, and I was like, even said a little bit of history about it. I was like, yeah, I'm a nerd because I listen to nerd shit all the time. Tiny sword. They weren't that small. It makes you like they're running yeah. out two picks. No, that was a pretty good scene. I did like that. Yeah, the 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 smaller of the samurai swords, not the katana, but the other one. I just can't remember it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm moving past it. I googled it. I couldn't find it. some of the fight choreography is good is my point uh like even some of the hand-to-hand stuff but they're leaning a little too heavy in the like just straight up karate hand-to-hand combat shit for me i'm like "Eh." yeah i didn't enjoy that part too much there's some that wasn't bad some or some that wasn't bad but overall they did some weird camera stuff during the some of the fight scenes where i'm like ah that's that's like some, some of, the, of it's some of it is fine. Some of it's absolutely fine. Right. And then some of it is just noticeably bad. Right. Same way with the so, green screen. There it's was one some of the, where they record they record the dubbed. audio dubbed. So where some of the places where they dub it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh and it wasn't done very good. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, yeah. And I and I don't even think it was the I don't think it was the the stream version that we were watching. I think it just w- that's what the movie is like. It's just it's dubbed and it's way off like that. I didn't even think about it being possibly because we were streaming it. We even yeah. we even rewound it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we were kind and rewinded. <laughs> and it was fine. Kind. It was fine. Weird weird dubs. You you're you're 100% on there. And there was something I wanted to say about it. So, uh, how would you rate this thing? Fuck, man. Uh, my version of it, probably like a seven. This version of it, I think I'm gonna give it like a five point five. Okay. I was, I was, uh, I was thinking five. It, it was, it was pretty lackluster, to right. be honest with you. And for real, if I know, I, I sound like I'm just fucking scratching the same old record all the time. But honestly, if they had cut ten minutes off of this. Right. I I might have given it a little higher. There's just there's a lot of unnecessary stuff in it. It seemed really long. For it to also not be good, you know, right. but both of those things were like, oh man, we're, what are we like an hour and 15 minutes into this and we paused it to look and <laughs> nope, 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, is this almost over? Cause no, it's, it's still got an hour left. Exactly. Wow. It seemed like it was um you know the, the the way the story was going, it was so hard to follow. He just had a pretty big fight scene, like that was that could have been the end of it, and it was not very far in at all. So. No, forty minutes, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't all that impressed with it. Uh, there we go. We thumbed it. We watched it. It was action, baby. There's assassins. That was the common tie. Next segment of the show. I'm gonna make a drink. That's the next segment on the show. 
You're going to make a drink. I might leave that in, actually. <laughs> Next time we're <laughs> the show, I'm going to make a drink. Hey, what you watching? Hi, J-Bone. What you been watching? You got notes there, thumb through your notebook, looking at things be like you wrote down earlier, and you're like, I've been watching this. No, man, I didn't, because I, I, I've been watching a couple things on Netflix. Uh, I do this every couple of years. I get into serial killer shows, and uh, mm. they got some pretty decent ones on Netflix. Um, I watched, I finished Night Stalker. I'd watched that. Oh, that's um, a pretty good one, yeah, about Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty decent. Sick I watched fuck. uh Right, yeah, I watched the one about uh, Gacy. I had finished. I'd wa- I was. St- I think I'd started it on the last episode. The Gacy tapes. I'm cur. I'm curious. Uh, I, I'm. I'm a big true crime fanatic. We don't ever talk right. about it on this show. Uh, maybe I should do a uh, true crime episode at some point. But uh, I, I do like true crime. Like in my free time, that's a big part of what I consume is historical, educational, and true crime stuff. But uh, I'm curious, as somebody who's seen like five or six different Gacy things before and listened to probably a baker's dozen podcasts on it, right? is it anything new or is it just kind of the same information repackaged? And if so, how how is that? They, they <clears throat> All those shows are somewhat similar, mm-hmm. I think. And I think it all is pretty much the same information, um, you know. It's it it was fine. I mean, it was the same story, and and they all package it just a little bit different. So it's it's all fine, you know. It's all mm-hmm. and it, and it's it's been a long enough since I've watched one. The last thing I think I listened to was the uh, the time suck episode about it. So uh, he dove into it pretty good, uh, but that's been a, at least a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know. So it's been a while. So it's it's interesting enough. All, was it all was those. it was it good? How like how did it hold up for you? Yeah, it was, yeah, they were yeah, they're all I like those. They're, it, they're pretty interesting. Is it like a short series or yeah, is it's it four a... episodes? Okay, yeah, it's, nice. I nice, think nice. they're forty fifty minute episodes. I actually also watched two true crime things. Uh, I watched Debbie Does Dallas is not true crime. Oh, that's true. That's true. Debbie Does Dallas is not. Uh, fuck, what was the first thing I watched? We watched a true crime thing, and I was like, ooh, you know what this puts me in the mood for? Let's watch Don't Fuck With Cats. Okay, and I not watched that. I had never seen Don't Fuck With Cats. I was always like kind of aware of it. So what happens in Don't Fuck With Cats on the internet or something like that, it's a longer... If you go to Netflix and you search Don't Fuck With Cats, it'll come up. Long time ago... Somebody on Facebook posted a video of them putting two kittens in a vacuum seal bag and sucking the air out. Okay. They posted this on Facebook, and a bunch of nerds on Facebook figured out essentially who it was. Right. And had called a police authority and were like, hey, listen, here's this guy. Here's where he is. You know, go in and get him. And they, like, pretty much didn't do anything. Okay. And then a couple of days later, that guy killed someone. Oh shit! And then they caught him. Wow. So he was going to he was going to be a seri- he was going to be a serial killer. Like it's a whole right. documentary about it. It's it's fantastic. It is. Uh, it's good. Yo, it's very good. Huh? I've and never it's it. there's some parts of it that are kind of hard to watch, man. Like I'm not into animals being tortured. Yeah, I remember when it came out, and I I was gonna check it out, and I'm like, ah, this is weird. I don't really feel like. Seeing what's going on here, so I didn't ever even give it a chance. It's good, man. It's good. It's uh, it is some really, it is some like Batman level detector shit. Really, 
Yeah, cool. it's just it's a story about a bunch of people that are like, we're gonna we're gonna play detective, only we don't play. Right. So let's get this son of a bitch. Yeah, I'll have uh, to check it out. Yeah, no, it's a, it was good stuff. Talking about true crime. So I also watched uh, the Ted Bundy series. It's a, another four episode series. Oh yeah, very similar to the other one. And um, did you ever watch that movie with Efron? Yeah, I watched the movie with Efron. There's actually another movie that mm. came out after that from the perspective of his lawyer. Okay, played by Elijah Wood. Really? And not only is the movie better, but the casting. Man, the guy that plays Ted Bundy in that Elijah Wood movie is a fucking dead ringer. Really? Hmm. Dead ringer. And he is creepy as fuck. Yeah, I was wanting to watch, because I'd never watched the either one of those. I mm-hmm. didn't even know about no, the, the second one. No, the one with Efron's good. I'd never watched it, and I had just recently... Just got done with it, so I was wanting to watch that movie mm-hmm. since it's fresh in my mind. More some of the details, you know, of his crimes. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching that. Uh, other than that, man, I've been selling a bunch of shit on eBay. Uh, some of my video games and movies and stuff. I've been uh, selling not my movies that 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 I keep. I've yeah. just been buying movies on uh, whatnot to resell. Yeah, you know, I, a... I buy them for ten bucks and sell them for twenty five on eBay. You know, you, you love doing some collecting. I do, I do. Some of the old video games that have been sitting in boxes, I've decided it's time to find how a better many, home. How many, out of curiosity, before you sold any, how many video games do you have approximately? Um, Probably pretty close to 2,000. Fuck yeah. That's a, right. that's a shitload of video games. Right. So, I mean, as we're recording this, this episode is not going to come out for like six weeks. Right. Because it's summer break, and that's part of summer break is me... Not recording this for six weeks at a time, right? Uh, but <laughs> so the uh, the the good people, the good people out there, anybody that's into uh, video game collecting, how might they reach out to you to see what you still have available when this comes out? Oh, I'm I'm on Instagram, Justin Rawson O two maybe. <laughs> uh, if you if you're interested, I can send pictures if anybody is interested in that. But I'm on eBay, Justin Rawson two thousand and two on ebay um i don't have a store but i list stuff right now until it's gone i mean i got a bunch of stuff to get rid of i'm not getting rid of everything but i'm getting rid of you've been collecting that shit for a long time oh yeah and i've I've sold here and there over the years but like 360 uh, i collected a whole bunch of so that's what i have the most of i have uh probably real close to 600 now yeah just 360 Once games. I feel, so. I used to have a comic book collection a long time ago, and I gave it to a friend of mine because, uh, you know, he, he wanted to read them. Right. So I just, he was very interested in reading all of them, so I just gave them all to him. That was very kind of you. And, uh, well, you know, I'm a nice guy. What do you say? Tim, if you're out there, I love you, son of a bitch, but I hope you sold those comic books at least because they're, <laughs> they're probably worth like three grand they if, probably, you still, if you still have all of them. They probably... Are water damaged. He let him sit in the window. You think so? I don't, think he, I don't think he'd do that. It was an accident. The window was open. He didn't know it. Storm suddenly. The that's water understandable. Yeah, They're all that's... stuck together. They're like hard cardboard now. Well, that's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Make you feel better about giving away. Something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I had like, <laughs> like, uh, like six big, big, like big boxes that are just like lined up with the cardboard backs right. to keep everything in nice uh, that's, nice condition. That's a bunch of comics. I did I did have a bunch of them, yeah. Yeah, it's a big it's a big nerd. 
I bet you made that dude's day. I fucking bet I did, too. He's like, oh, man, I'd love to read all these comic books. Well, <laughs> joke's on you, motherfucker. <laughs> Get rid of this shit. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I mean, we had some fun giveaways on the show and stuff that uh, that I'm happy about. We we sent some stuff out to uh, somebody else who listens to the show. And, uh, oh, there, there is? Somebody else? Yeah, well, I did I did a giveaway recently. Not when this episode came out, but, you know, I, I did an episode. I, I'm going to have some stickers made soon. And when I do, uh, I'm just going to do a massive giveaway with those. Like, literally anybody who inboxes me, you can have some. I'm going for a good sticker. I will gladly send them to you. Yeah, I think I'm going to get, like, two or three different types made. And I've got a couple of designs so far, and I'm I'm pretty excited about the way that they look. They, they look pretty great. Yeah, I'm excited. So, is there anything else you've been, you've been watching or, or playing on? Uh... Yeah, I, I played a little more of that Trek uh, to Yomi. It's um, that black and white um, side-scrolling kind of game. I um, I yeah. think I've finished up to the fifth level now. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't know how many there are, but I don't. I feel like I'm getting close to the end of it. I might have a level or two left, I'm guessing. Nice. It's not a real long game, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to play. That, and I've played some Rocket League. Um, I played been, some I played some Earthworm Jim 2. Hell yeah. On the on the Nintendo Switch, yeah, on one of the emulators, right? Uh, Super Nintendo emulator, I would motherfucker. Guess. That's a hard game. <laughs> yeah, those Earthworm Jim games don't fuck around. Yeah, but with the Switch, they make it easy because you can do save states. So yeah, I don't though. I don't either. But yeah, you <laughs> if can. You wanted to, yeah, but you can if you're not stupid. <laughs> you can you can use the system <laughs> to take it advantage of it, right. <laughs> right? Man, I did that with uh, Castlevania. Uh, they put out a Castlevania collection. Oh yeah, man, I love it. Uh, it's Castlevania is one of my favorite games from back in the day. And the Castlevania collection was great because it had like 10 or 12 games. And some of them were the Game Boy games. They, you know, they're not yeah. great, but they're they're okay. They're fine. But yeah, they're, those like Castlevania 4 on Super Nintendo was my favorite at the time. Mm-hmm. Man, and uh, that game is not easy. And uh, man, I beat that shit only with save states, I would say. That's awesome. I would say I think my probably my favorite video game that I ever like just absolutely played it so much I could just pull its pants down and spank it. <laughs> it's probably Ninja Gaiden for Xbox. Gaiden, Gaiden, whatever, however you want to say it. I don't don't fucking at me for that. But if you want to at me for that, write me at <laughs> it's just a movies at gmail.com. Add it's just a movies on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or other social media platforms, including YouTube. Ninja Gaiden is what I go with, and I have That's no what I've idea if said I'm is, right or not. That's what I've always said is Ninja Gaiden. Uh, but you know what they're talking about, no matter how they say it. So Yeah, and I tell you this, it's a real motherfucker of a game, but uh, a fucking it was fun. beat some ass on Ninja Man, Gaiden. Man, I remember playing Ninja Gaiden. We were, and I don't remember where we was. It was like an early memory. Camping, and the person that was next to us in the campsite over, they had they didn't have a camper, but they had a tent set up with an air conditioning unit, a t- uh, TV, a box, one of those little box TVs. We're talking probably early, early 90s. And he had a Nintendo set up, and we were playing Ninja Gaiden over there while we were camping. 
that early, you know, now it's no big deal. You can do anything you want very easily. But back then, having all that shit set up. Oh, that's a big ordeal. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's was, that was fucking half your night. Right. You didn't bring other shit so you could bring that shit. Yeah. And that's what's like, my parents, no shit. We're going camping. You ain't fucking playing those video games. You're getting away from video games. You're going out to the woods. And I have we didn't al- do that a lot. I have always loved camping, and I only remember camping a handful of times when I was a kid. Right, like a handful of times. Yeah, we just, didn't do it a lot. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do it a lot either. I love it though. I'm just, but that was I'm the a, point. I'm, a, I'm just a dirty fucking hippie. Right. I just love <laughs> yeah, being out are. in the woods. I'll fucking shit in a hole in the ground. I don't give a fuck. I'll wipe my ass with a couple of leaves and then go dip off in the fucking muddy ass river. I love it. There you go. That's Stick my arm time. in a hole under the under under a rock in the river to see if I can get a catfish. That's shit. not fucking for me. It. I'll tell you that. It and makes, you know what? That makes me uncomfortable. You know what? I feel justified. You guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go to that phone call! We're a one-eyed Batman! Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with the mind. Dozen businesses are booming. But I have this one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of your normal outro, <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> just that one episode yeah just all these inside jokes about a tv show i've never seen i know dude that